recorded live. Shalom, phone on the record. This is Minister Shadrach Ben Israel, Tribe of Judah, and welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. And I just want to make sure that we will be going on our Holy Month of Celebration, which is a month where we fast. Um, there are specific guidelines that we usually go by that are set forth by uh, administrative priests, um, which most of the time includes uh, abstaining uh, from uh, sugars, uh, refined sugars, um, uh, table salt, or salt with iodine in it, uh, uh, staying away from meats, um, and eating more fruits and vegetables, making sure you drink your liquids. Um, and there's other different ramifications um, of which he may speak on if he does uh, come on to speak this evening. Aside from that, I just wanted to make sure that we understand that there will also be no classes during uh, uh, consecration. Uh, we do encourage everyone to read um, their scriptures um, and just uh, go over their studies. Um, take time to actually meditate um, and do what you need to do to cleanse your body. Um, we've, you know, had pretty much uh, the year round to basically um, pretty much have our bodies to what we call ourselves, but now it's time to basically just kind of clean our bodies and get our minds together so we can prepare ourselves uh, for a whole nother uh, year. Aside from that, um, I do want to open up the floor for anyone who has any uh, topics. Just state your name for and on the record. Okay, well, then I'll open up the floor. Um, I wanted to put this out on the floor because this was something that uh, I and uh, several others in the news when we were just discussing, um, and I don't know if anyone on here has had this, uh, the chance to look into this. Uh, Lynn, Minister Lynn, he posted something on the site blogs in the university um, pertaining to a bill that was uh, passed not too long ago. The title of this is a Senate bill that was passed not too long ago regarding um, uh, Africa. It's titled the African of uh, African American Bill or the 400 Years of Contributions by African Americans Bill. Um, if Emma and uh, some of the other brethren come on to uh, in the next couple of minutes, uh, they she may be able to explain what we were actually talking about, but just to kind of lay the groundwork or lay down the ground information for you to kind of, uh, well, let me start off by asking this. Who's all online? Shalom, Nation, Brother Gavin. Shalom. Shalom, uh, 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 Gavin, how are you? Shalom, going on the record. Shalom, Mark Gary. Uh, uh, Shalom. Yes, sir. Shalom, on the record, brother Alex from Tribe of Judah. Shalom, brother Alex. How are you, brother? 
I'm all right. In peace. Fun. Uh, is Ema your roof on? Okay, maybe she'll be on in a couple of seconds. I wanted her to read um, exactly what she read in the bill. Um, Hawk Eric, as well as his consort and I, and Ema, we were discussing this bill as uh, well. I would just kind of want to get you guys' opinion about it because this was this, there was a there was a, a discussion about it that we thought was pretty interesting considering the title and the motive behind the bill. Uh, but the bill is set up to commemorate 400 years of contributions made by African Americans uh, within the uh, United States. Um, so, um, and there's this commission board that is set up to handle the process of how things are to be carried out. Um, there's other different, uh, other different, I guess you can say, objectives that are to be carried out in regards to just making sure that uh, the commemoration process gets carried out or disseminated through, you know, speeches, uh, history, education, religion, and all this other different stuff. So whatever outlet that they could use to get this information out to you know, kind of make people acknowledge the contributions that African Americans have made. Um, they're also giving grants as well, um, in that nature, and um, several other different things. Um, but I wanted to know, Alex, were you able to go into the university or in the site blogs and, and just so happen to run across this? Shalom. Uh, no, uh, I didn't see it on the uh, in the university. Okay, I, I can give him the. Uh, 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 he can just look it up on Google. It's HR four five three nine. Hold on, just a minute. Let me write that down. And it's T. It's H. It is. It's H. R. Four five three nine. Four five three nine. On the 114th Congress, 2015-2016. You say what now? Can hear you. Uh, I think you're. Uh, 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 I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, for traveling, and we can't hardly hear. Oh, I apologize. I'm going to go on. It, it, 114th Congress, 2015 to 2016. 114th Congress. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, Emma, do you want to? Do you care to read some of the stuff that you read for us? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, okay. You ha- you have what it says um, uh, up under HR four five three nine in the Senate of the United States. It was um, put into uh, effect July sixth, two thousand sixteen. It says received. It says read twice and referred to the Committee on Energy and natural resources. Now, we know, uh, most of us should know that our um, our status or our, our being is, is up under um, uh, agricultural, 
you know, human resources, okay? So in act to establish 20 years of African-American history commission for other purposes. And then it goes on to the, you know, uh, their establishment and um, uh, their uh, commission meetings and commission powers. And, and that I found interesting. That's Section 5, commission powers. A, gifts. The commission may solicit, accept, use, and dispose of gifts, bequests, or devices of money or other property for aiding or felicitating the work of the commission. B, appointment of advisory committees. The commission may appoint such advisory committees as the commission determines to be necessary to carry out this act. C, authorization of action. The commission may authorize any member or employee of the commission to take any action that the commission is authorized to take under the act. Okay, you have D, procurement. In general, this is really interesting here. It says in general. Now, you know what general means, in general. The commission may procure supplies, services, and property and make or enter into contracts, leases, or other legal agreements to carry out this act. In parentheses, it says, except that the contract, lease, or other legal agreement made or entered into by the commission shall not extend beyond the date of termination of the commission, which would be July 1st, 2020. Limitations. The commission may not purchase real property. And I guess they were referred to land or whatever. Postal service, now here they cleared their behinds so it won't be no mail fraud. It says, postal services, the commission may use the United States mails in the same manner and under the same conditions as other agencies of the federal government. F, grants and technical assistance. The commission may, one, provide grants in amounts not to exceed $20,000. Whoopee. You take about $20,000 to open up any organization's doors. But anyway, it provides grants in amounts not to exceed 20000 per grant to communities and nonprofit organizations for use in developing programs to assist in the commemoration. Two, provide grants to research and scholarly and scholarly organizations to research, publish, or distribute information relating to the arrival of Africans in the United States. And three, provide technical assistance to states, localities, and nonprofit organizations to further the commission. And I want to end it. Um, you know, one more thing in this at the end, it says, okay, here's the plans. Now, you're talking about all this, so what's their Section 7 plans reports? A, a strategic plan. <clears throat> the commission should prepare a strategic plan for the activities of the commission carried out under this act. B, final report. Not later than July 1, 2020, the commission shall complete and submit to Congress a final report that contains, one, a summary of the activities of the commission, two, a final accounting of funds received and expended by the commission, and three, the findings and recommendations of the commission. Termination of commission, date of termination, July 1, 2020. B, transfer of documents and materials. Before the date of termination specified in subsection A, the commission shall transfer all documents and materials of the commission to the National Archive or another appropriate federal entity. And I yield.
Shalom. Toda Imo for that. I'm, we were we were having this discussion about this. Um, and please forgive any background noise I am commuting. Um, we were having a discussion about this uh, prior to this call because the first question I asked when I read the bill was, well, who are they planning on to commemorate for 400 years when the word African-American is only but so many years old? And I want that information if you want me to read it again. Yes, ma'am. You can definitely read that again. Okay. Um, now, take into consideration when I got this information it was like four or five years ago. So we'll just add four or five years onto this information. Moors on history books as the world's powerful empire for one eight hundred years. Negroes. The term and usage has been on the history books for over four hundred years. Afro Americans. Afro A F R O has been on the history books for one hundred fifty years. Colored folk. Uh, people became on the history books for about 70-plus years. African-American has been on the history books 20 years. Black folks, people, have been on the history books for about 400 years, but as a political, social, ethnic, for about 60 years. United States of America has been on the history books as a government 235 years. So taking consideration, that was five years ago when I got the information. So, you know, I don't know how old it was when I got it, and I yelled. Now, take into consideration what she just read and con- take into consideration what I also just put on the, on the uh, floor, that they have come up with a bill to honor African Americans for 400 years of contribution, when that is kind of a contradiction to itself because you can't honor African Americans for 400 years of contributions when African Americans, that entity itself, is not even it's not even a decade and something plus years old. Now we know Negroes, that entity has that has been around for at least 400 years. Moors has been around for more than 800 years. Blacks and colored has been on, around a little bit more uh, than several decades, but African-Americans is a very new innovation. So why did they name that bill African-American, number one? And number two, what is the motive behind that bill? Because they could have very easily named it, uh, they could have very easily stated that they were going to honor Negro for 400 years of contributions because when we arrived here is chattel property that is the name that just that desic that was designated to us. We were designed as Negro when we came on this land. And African American is a new innovation operating under the United States Corporation. That is something that they put under the, under their particular jurisdiction, even though we've always been under the jurisdiction of America, but mind you, America and the United States are two totally different governments operating on one landmass. Technically, the United States is the government, a private organization, 
operating right beside the people who are supposed to be running this government had they not been debtors. Aside from that, still getting down to the the understanding of what is the purpose of this bill. Because aside, because as it stated, they do hand out grants, and there could be several different things. But I just, before I say what I think, I kind of want to understand where what you guys understand about what you just read and what are your thoughts on it. And I'm going to start with all Gavin. All Gavin, what are your thoughts about what you just read and what we're just discussing? It's, a very, it's very interesting. So long, so long, man. Yeah. Uh, I was I was in and out stuff, so I didn't hear anything clearly. But it, it, it looks like a, a house resolution, the HR, right? Is that what stands for house resolution? Yes, yeah, sir. It sounds like they're rewarding for African Americans um, for their contributions. Uh, Sandra, if we can't hear, uh, you might want to go on mute for a minute. Yes, ma'am. I apologize. Yes, ma'am. No, I was saying, um, Salam, everyone. Salam, nation. This is uh, uh, Gavin. I was trying to say that uh, the House resolution that Mother Hema was reading off sounds like I was in and out of doing stuff, but I was listening to the key key words. But she was saying um, Afro-American, A-F-R-O, is is the the Salam, Shalom, sister. Shalom. Okay. Is, Shalom, sister. Shalom, sister. Shalom, brother. Shalom. So, sister Ima, um, if if you could um, reiterate, is it was it, is it does it state Afro American or African American uh, has been rewarded with their con- with or for their contribution to America for the last 400 years? On the bill, it's African-American. And they uh. commemorate 1619 in Virginia, uh, the things that, uh, you know, when the Africans came over and what they've donated or done towards the country in, in 400 years. But okay. according to the statistics, African-American has been on the history books 20 plus, five, six years, about 26 years. Right. So they're trying to combine all of the 400 years of contribution under a no more than 30 years lived name on the record. Am I am I uh, am I correct by saying that? That's what they're doing. Yes, they're 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 yes, that's what they're doing. They're specifying that us quote unquote so-called African Americans. Are, are you know being commemorated, and we're going to do a few little things for you, give you twenty thousand dollars, and work with you and study and so forth. So, so that's what they're saying. But uh, I right. think what Brother Cedric is asking the people here on the line is, what do you get from that towards this bill that's supposed to enact and commemorate the African Americans? I think. What is I, per- I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I, I, oh, okay. I was thinking that it, the way it sounds uh, overall, I don't, I didn't really hear specifically. Like I was, I was saying, I was doing something uh, while I was listening, but I didn't hear, I didn't hear the specifics why they were be, you know, what are the contributions 
that they're saying that they're rewarding the African Americans for? They didn't have a why. They was telling how they was going to do it. There was no reason. Oh, I they, see. It's to commemorate. Is the reason why the African Americans? Who was doing that? Let me ask. I'm sorry, Sue. I'm I'm uh, on the phone asking. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, who was doing that? Who was supposed to? It's a bill. To be? It's a bill that was just passed. Are you HR, serious? Yes, for to commemorate African Americans. And they want to okay. give us twenty thousand dollars <laughs> per organization. Mm-hmm. Her organization. Mm. Mm. What, right. what kind of organization does it have? A nonprofit, um, nonprofit organizations that educate religious organizations. You know, it's all in the bill. Basically, it's just saying, hey, you know, we're getting ready to recognize African Americans for their contribute contributory aspects since sixteen nineteen. So here we go, but it's going to end in four years, in 2020. How about that? And then after it's all done, we're going to send it over here to this team. Uh, we're going to exclude ourselves from any mail fraud. We're going to send it over here to this commissioner, uh, and they're going to be able to act like the federal government, and we're going to send it to other federal entities for all the information that they've collected. They, we can contract, lease, or do anything we want to do other than buy real property. That's what they're saying. Well, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, Here's the kid. I wanna. Yes. Yeah. So, so, uh, I'm sorry, I brother. Ask, oh, okay. I was asking. Uh, is a grant? Is a grant something like a, a loan? No, a grant is what they give you. It's no loan. If it's a loan, they would say it was a loan. No, 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 no. I was, I was just saying. Uh, you know, yeah. I was just, I had a thought. If a, if a grant was something like a loan, you know, I know you don't have to pay back grants. You know. Right. Is it the same concept as if the loan, if the one who giving the money, they slave to? You know what I mean? Well, like that. Well, it depends. I look at it like as it depends. Okay, it depends oh, okay. what's in the contract and who's contracting. Now, you got to remember, there's people that are in position of power that have been uh, uh, get special privileges, or either they're expatriated, expropriated, expropriated, you know the word, expatriated out of the yeah. system. Period. Yeah, expatriated out of the system, working as an intermediator. Because you don't know, you'd have to look at the names and their status, who's who's on that board, okay? It's almost like a fake reparation. Like, hey, yeah. shut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She took the words, like, right out of my mouth. I was over here saying that. Oh, God, here, take shut up. <laughs> Well, you know, we was talking about it, and I'm not, I'm gonna be short because I want to hear other people's, uh, uh, um, you know. Well, we was talking about it to make it short and sweet. Um, you know, once we know the truth and we understand who we are, what's happening is. Uh, the, 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 this is the day and age when the, the consciousness is coming about. You know, self-awareness, not only for the Negroes, but also for the Caucasians and other races and nationalities. Nationality has been a top subject for the past three, four, five, six years, just as long as about when Brother Priest is in, then it start taking forth uh, a full steam. So now we know we got uh, conscious, so-called conscious Hebrews, so-called conscious Moors, so-called conscious Negroes, so-called conscious uh, people 
that are saying, hey, you know, I am from the descendant line of the 12 tribes. I'm the tribe of this, or I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I'm that, this, that, and the other. Well, it has become overwhelming. We understand how the beast works. They work on their illusionary uh, uh, um, uh, plans. They always come back being on the offense to bring something to the public. How do you do this? You get them to need you or to want you or to accept some gift or something that you give to put you in a trap that once you put your John Hancock, which is your being, your, your, your man that you operate through, they got you. And that's what I see that's happening. They're, you know, why would it just last four hundred four years if it's four hundred years of commemoration? Why four years? Why? That's not enough time. Now, a brother said earlier, brother Cairo said on the line earlier that the Jews are still getting paid. The so-called ones that you know in these concentration camps and so forth, they're still getting paid. Why are we the only ones? Why? Because of the system and how it's got us labeled. Now, we shouldn't fall into this trap because we're a nation and then we're more conscious of what they're doing. But what about all the people that are going to put forth their, their energy? Because it starts off as energy and natural resources. You see what I'm saying? And then contractual, everything is commerce. So if these organizations contract with this so-called bullcrap act, and that's what it is, an act. What is an act? An act is something, illusion that you go forth and see. They're going to get us in that situation. Our churches, our, our, our religious organizations, our uh, uh, places where we food and stuff, they got us in, they're going to get us to sign over our rights, and it's going to be on the record. And like Brother Cedric said, you can't come back and ratify that because you put it on paper like you did the birth certificate. I yield. Anybody on here? Yes, ma'am. I'm yes. still here. I just had to yes, mute ma'am. for a second. Uh, I agree really with you. Yeah. I think we all do. I think that's really interesting. Who was that that said that? Brother, which brother was that? I think it was yeah. Kairu. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I agree oh, with you because, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, anything to keep the black man from... How you how you say the white man just want to be better than us? So anything uh-huh. to keep us down and on contract because they know we don't know contract uh, after the Black Lives Matter versus the Blue Lives Matter. Uh-huh. They know we don't know how to contract, so they came uh-huh. out. This came after that, so uh-huh. I was looking uh-huh. at it all how they just rounded it up, you know, uh-huh. getting it all ready and everybody have every they John Hancock on all the signature, uh-huh. and then they just come and uh, do what they want to do. I want to say I appreciate Brother uh, uh, Minister Cedric for bringing it forth. You know, he's, I, I want to say he's diligent in his research, and he said Brother Lynn, so I want to, I appreciate them two brothers bringing it forth. And also, yes, you know, for us to really look at this situation, take it serious, it's an eye-awakening to us to let us know that we're on the right track, that, you know, what they're doing, they're coming out with everything they can. They're bringing the whole, the whole, you know, because really at the end of the day it's about who's going to pay the debt for the United States. And they know a lot of Negroes uh, have become, they're not working. They don't have jobs. And they're going to go to these uh, organizers and these organizations and these nonprofit organizations and try to get them to suck in the young men and women to 
to do things to get them off the streets and stuff. That's the, that's going to be under the the assumption that you know we can use this money to create programs to do the things we need to do to get our children off the streets. When in reality, they know that most of our children has come to that point where they're killing each other and dying. That that energy is leaving. That natural resource is leaving. So they gotta you know they kind of do that. They kind of amp it up. And then they'll take it away. They'll amp it up and take it away when it gets too powerful, like down there. When Pharaoh, you know, he, he really realized, wow, you know, they become abundant. So what, we got to do something, you know, before they uh, uh, join together and, and kill us off. So that's, what's, it, you know, it, it, history repeats itself. So that's what's happening. And now they're coming up to intelligent conscious people in a sense to say, hey, look, I'll give you this money, you know, and, and you do this to say, hey, African-Americans. Well, we know common sense. If they brought that to me, if I'm going to organize, organize in this, this, my state I'm in, and I've been in this state for a long time, but just the terminology and stuff, I'm learning more. But if they come and brought that, put it across my table, you know what I tell them? You could take that crap and shove it, because I told an attorney that. I said, you could take that crap. Hold on. We're not African-Americans. We're Negroes. And, you know, that's what you got to let them know. Then what are they going to do? How are they going to come at you? And if all of us were educated like that, especially our, our ministers and our leaders were educated like that, they have to go back to the drawing board, okay? And I yield. Shalom. I'm on the record. This is Minister Sergeant, and I was listening to everybody, and we pretty much all on the same page about what actually is being said. But before I say anything, I wanted to, uh, Al-Kali, what are your thoughts on what, 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 what was being said, brother? Do you have any thoughts about it? Al-Kali, are you there, brother? Yes, yeah, Shalom. I don't know too much about it, but, I mean, from just listening from what I've just heard, I mean, Man, that's just, man, it would be definitely shocking. And like uh, the sister was saying, they definitely trying to come up with more non, non what, what, how do you guys say, non-for-profit organizations as far as trying to get the youth? Because I was just asking one of my clients, you know, what he was trying to do. And he was saying that him and his dad, his dad is a, uh, is a uh, big comedian. He's known in Chicago, but he was saying that they about to form, they about to get a non-for-profit organization and try to get these kids and said that they was going to get funded from the government just easy, just like that. And I was Bingo. like, wow. Hmm. So I was like, listen, I ain't going to lie. And, like, to be honest with you, like, I, I got kind of like my, it rubbed my spirit because I'm saying to myself, come on, man. This is bull crap. I'm tired of them coming up with stuff like this just to say that they're trying to help the so-called black American, you know, man and uh, woman to do something just because people want to get their own financial gain, just to say that they're a leader and they're doing something to help the youth. And you, you're not, you know. So, I mean, when the sister just mentioned that, I was like, wow, man, I thought that was just me. But, I mean, that's all I could say. I yield. Yes, sir, brother, and that is – I think that is pretty interesting what you just said when you were talking about uh, people coming up with these organizations, uh, most of them just for benefit. Um, that particular deal stuck out to me for the for the for the reasons that we all just got to just you know discussing because at the end of the day, you have a beast that is being put to death, like right in front of our eyes. 
Um, and, like, seriously, I mean, it's, it's literally being slaughtered like, right in front of our eyes. And I think that is the beautiful thing about it. You know, people are looking like, oh, my God, America is just going down the drain. It's just dying off. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it's like you don't even realize you don't even realize the, the hope that you had has finally come. You just mm. haven't put yourself in a position in order to really understand what's actually going on around you. Mm. you. When they say some people miss their blessing, like literally people are going to miss their blessing because they have not put themselves in the mindset to even conceive why this is going on and what's the purpose behind all this because we all know that at the end all this is to help us to understand our slavery to help us come out of it as better people and more refined, and to help us understand how to respect the law. This is basically what it comes down to. Um, but aside from that, we have these people who are very cunning, and they know just as well as we do that their time has been up. It was just only a matter of time before they really – it was only a matter of time before they they were sitting, you know, until they realized when we were going to wake up. And it's just like, God, we didn't expect them to wake up so soon. We gotta start creating little things going on, or we gotta try to get them. We gotta kind of, you know, throw all these different diversions. This right here was a diversion, because if mm-hmm. any smart person would pay, I mean, like that thing stuck out like so far. I was just like, why would you name this bill African Americans? That why did they even use that term? They're very strategic, and why did mm-hmm. they? I didn't know exactly what 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 would benefit it would be to us because we know we're not that. Yeah, we know um, that we're not. The, yes, sir. Well, yes, ma'am. I'll shalom, that, shalom, uh, Minister Cedric. I just want yes, to kind of uh, show, tell you something that I'm thinking. I really find it interesting that they would use the term African American, and then they would use the contract terms of five hundred more, four hundred more years. <laughs> For twenty thousand dollars. Go ahead, sister. You know, I was saying that I find it really interesting that they would use the classification African American and then structure the contract for four hundred more years uh-huh. for twenty thousand dollars. And then say that you, so basically they're bonding, they're they're putting you under another contract, slave contract, for 400 years under the title of African American. Mm -hmm. And they're giving you $20,000 to do it. Mm. And, Mm. you know, then they further bind you into a spiritual contract with non-for-profits and 401 Mm -hmm. Three C's. So if you might want to do something for your community, but there's only but so much they will allow you to mm-hmm. do because of the way the contract is written, the way the grant is written, and mm-hmm. then you're locking yourself and all those other people that you sign in under whatever mm-hmm. community thing that you want to do, exactly. you're locking yourself and all of those people into a for another 400-year mm-hmm. bond servitude slavery. Exactly. And I really think that is so wicked. And yeah. what's really messed up is that they have dumbed down the educational system so much that people don't know their buttholes from their elbows. 
So no mm-hmm. one has a clue. And they're just going to be so happy to get 20 grand. And yeah. sad. And with that, I yield. Um, I wanted to say, you know, when she said wicked, but can you really say it's wicked? Because we talked about it earlier on the news. Um, this is their system, and they, they have means and ways to do what they need to do. Like us in the nation, we're developing our own system. And can you really say it's wicked when it's serving their purpose? What we do is serving our purpose. Um, the, as far as African-American, th- let me tell you guys something. You've heard of long-term and short-term goals. Long-term projections, short-term projections. This is nothing new. So much Whatever, you know. Cold-blooded. Yes. You know, projections, you know, when they say projections, everything they're doing is legal. And they even make sure they covered their behinds when they brought up the mail. Because the first thing I would do is say, this is mail fraud. So they even covered their behinds on that, and they can do that because this is their system. You know, it appears to be wicked, but if we don't educate ourselves or get that education, that's even more wicked to me. Mm -hmm. It's an abomination to the Most High and what He has given us that was latent in us. So, you know, you know, it it, it appears to be, but then there's that word appearance, and they've been uh, um, living off of that, striving off of that for many. uh, What it says, America's been in in government for 235 years. So for 235 years, they've been illusionaries, and they've been under that uh, uh, umbrella of illusions and acts and all that. And freelance, do you remember I gave a report where that governor of Texas yes, wants to ma'am. bring, you know, wants they to bring magic? magic. What, was, what was that report about? You want to tell them about that? Didn't that um, make you understand that it's not about wickedness, it's about deception, which could be classified mm-hmm. that way, but they're just they're just the sight of the hand, that's all. You want to tell them about that? He wanted to make magic the, the national treasure. The, the Actually, they did already. They did do it. It's in Texas. Hmm. Wow. And then if, if you if you open your eyes, you know, a lot of people, I hear a lot of people say um, a, 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 a wonderful, um, uh, well, the, this minister did, he, you know, died, but he left something for us, he, you know, um, when I was going up on the, the seminary. But anyway, he said, what you need to do is always ch- Pay attention to the news. Pay attention to the news. You say you don't look at TV, but you need to pay attention to the news so you can discern. And they'll always be talking about the Middle East. And in the scriptures mm-hmm. it says, look to me, M-E. It has it in there capitalized. In the scriptures it says, look to me, M-E. Me means Middle East. And, you know, you've got to pay attention to what they're doing because all this stuff that America is doing, it stems from what's going on over in the Middle East and also what China is getting ready to do and doing. And all the other countries are, are, are forming to together as the you know against this beast or that that bride you know so everything is in line for them to keep things going because who's going to pay the debt who's going to pay the debt and the youth at the age of 16 you know you become responsible to work and pay this debt am i not correct brother that's true yeah you know so 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 where's where's the flaw in that at where do you see the flaw you see i'm saying where's the wickedness in that Right. If we're if we're, sojour- we're we're not even sojourning this land, we are bond service land. So please tell me where do you see the wickedness in that? See, we got to get our minds clear and and washed of this this uh, conditioning that we think they're evil, they're wrong. We're evil and we're wrong too sometimes, even for not picking up them scriptures, for not consulting to the law books, for not reading. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? 
We have to yeah. understand it from that point of view. And once you understand it from that point of view and what Brother Priest is teaching us, what we're learning from our, our peers, what we're learning from the teachers, what's in that university, what's in our hearts, then we know we can keep a sound mind, not get weary, not faint, not worry about what they're doing, but be able to combat it. And that's what we're doing here in this nation, you yeah. know, because I don't see nothing they're doing wrong. And it took me a while to really get beyond, you know, hey, you know, they, you know, they white, they do. Okay. But now I understand more clearly that this is an objective that they have to do. Like Brother says, like the sisters yeah. say, they are on the chopping block. Now, when you know a little child, you catch a little child with cookie, and he hides it behind <laughs> his back. And you say, Johnny, did you take that cookie? Now, there's crumbs all over his face, right, all down his yep. nose, all on the floor. Johnny says what? No, no. so did it. So now what do you do? You look behind his back and you say, you got that cookie and you're going to be punished. Well, they're doing the same thing. They, they have been exposed. And according to the scriptures, they are naked. Okay, so we got to kind of keep that in mind. Yes, ma'am. You're so you know, right. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to tell nobody what to, how to think or anything like that, but in order for us to build our nation and build each other, because we got some things on the plate that's going to make us rock and roll at that appointed time, but we got to keep clear of calling names because we cannot be in a right. judgmental seat because one day we'll be in that same judgmental seat again or yep. our offspring. So exactly. we got to learn yep. to clear our minds of that Black Lives Matter or buy black or die yep. or, you know, get a gun or <laughs> fix them 16. We got to clear ourselves of that. We got to be grown adults about this and and dignitaries, and, and, and um, we got to become what you call nationals in thinking before we do the process on paper to order. You got to be, bi- you can't be biased. You got to be neutral and understand right. and see it from all perspectives, three dimensional. It's not, it's not one dimensional here because we are at fault on a lot of things that we do too. You know what I'm saying? And this, once we get to that point, sisters and brothers, you know, we're going to be all right because we can hold our heads, look forward, look at the eye, you know, the sparrow, you know, the eye on the sparrow, and we can capture it and we can move on. We, we just broke, Brother Cedric, Brother Cairo, Sister Ku, and I, we broke down what that act was. Now, we're satisfied. We're okay. We got to figure out what we're going to do next. You know what right. Exactly. I'm I also want to put something else out there, um, and this is for anybody who's on Facebook, um, and I'm only just putting this out because this, for me, was a caution. Um, I, I'm i going to basically share uh, my story, and then I'm going to share what I saw today. Um, every so often, someone may get kicked out of their Facebook account um, as of lately, people have been experiencing that. But what also happens is that in order for you to get to reestablish your account, they are asking that you show them ID or Social Security yep. cards or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Please do not do it. It, it, it. It's not that serious. Don't do it. Let no. me explain something to you. I did not do it, and I'm glad I didn't do it because there was a lady, Emma, and she reminded me so much of you. This is probably what broke my heart. This, young, this lady got on there, and she was saying that there, she she got a notice on Facebook that her account was shut down. Uh, um, Aki Anisha, are you familiar with this video? There was a there was a sister on there. She um she said that her account got shut down 
And then she, when she went to go and uh, tried to reestablish the account, they act, they told her that they thought she was a celebrity or something of that nature. And they asked her to give her a picture of, you know, to confirm the account. She was just like, she knew she wasn't a celebrity. She knew she only had like a few followers, but she knew she wasn't a celebrity. But she took a picture, which I don't understand why she would do it, but she took a picture of her state ID to confirm the account, but she wanted to be able to use the account again. She said within a matter of I don't know how many days, hours, she said that she ended up contacting, no, she ended up, uh, they sent a bug, they sent a virus to her computers. And not only did they send a virus to her computers, they somehow were able to wipe out her bank accounts to zero and take her for everything that she got. And she was like, I don't even know how I'm going to feed my kids. So she's like, she tried to reach out to Facebook. They don't have a contact number. They don't even know, they don't even have a contact number for the people who basically contact her. She found out that the name of this company that, and it's located in India, the name of the people is called Supremo something. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but it's called Supremo something. And what they do is they are asking people, they are sending these messages to Facebook. Obviously, they're networking with Facebook to solicit accounts from them in order to close these accounts out and wipe these people, take these people's information and go in their bank account. Because this lady is like, she doesn't know how she, she she knows she's going to get her money back. Um, she's already in the process of filing an uh, application with the uh, uh, FBI to go investigate these people, um, but she was not able to locate or um, uh, contact these people because these people were in India. But these people were able to get access to her computer and her bank account and was able to wipe out all her money out of her account, and she was just boo crying, and I was just like, man, like, why would she? It's not as serious that you would take a picture of your ID or your birth certificate or your social security card. Because like, they literally were asking for this. They asked you if you have a social security card, a birth certificate, uh, any picture ID, state ID that you can use to confirm the account, then they would accept those. But I'm like, but this is a social network site. This isn't the IRS. This isn't the, the social security building. Why do I need to prove to you who I am in order to use this account because people still haven't figured out this is a data information system that they have been using for the CIA for so many years. What people have to start doing is they have to kind of decide between whether or not they're compromising their, their, their personal information, their personal life, or they're saying, hey, I don't care about their account. I mean, I can always create another one. It's not even that serious. You know, but it, it broke my heart. So I'm just saying that if you're on Facebook and you get a message and they tell you, show your ID or something like that, and you or you can't get in, let that account go. It's not that serious for you to, you know, lose your life because who knows what you have, and they just come and take it up, and you can't get in contact with these people. This is scary. I mean, you have, and the woman, she was just like, it's not like they can necessarily get away from her because obviously she admitted she was a hacker and she knew where she traced the information back to uh, back to Facebook, mm. back to Facebook Incorporation. They um, so she, cahoots. 
Yeah, they're in cahoots. So she's like, she's trying to reach out to Mark Zuckerberg to get him to do something because when she was when she was trying to verify where these people were located, she said that the information, the, the the paper trail, so to speak, took her from India and it put her right back to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So they're in cahoots, and I don't know exactly how, but they are obviously negotiating these accounts strategically to let these people steal money from people. And and, and you know what, brother? They do that with uh, your bill collectors. I'll give you an example. Say you um, got a bill, you know, and and now they got it where you got to go through a matrix to pay that extra little fee to get your bill paid. Well, I found out, like, say, if you write a check to a company that you owe and you tell them, you know, here's the check, well, a lot of times the company itself will hold that check, and then they'll send it in later on. They're in cahoots with the banks to get you to overdraft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's the okay. same wow. thing. You know, that's, huh? Somebody else say something? Yes. Yeah. No, I think he was saying, wow, Emo. I think he was saying, Oh, okay. Saying, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to put my phone on me. I'm sorry about that. No, you're good, oh, what, what do you think, brother? I mean, you know. No, that's all funny it. that you just mentioned that because it's like you're right. When you're going through the matrix, like paying a bill, for instance, and they ask you, hey, do you accept the two the $2 extra charge for bill matrix? And I was going to ask myself, no, I don't. This is mm-hmm. what they was going to say or do. But I'm like, man, this stuff is getting so crazy. They asked yeah. me, do I accept this extra $2 bill? And what people say? We're going to say, yes. I'm like, man, yeah. I'm sad of this stuff. This is crazy. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, getting yeah. paid. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting paid. I'm yeah, offer, 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 go back to what that bill says, that access. It yes. starts off saying received and reviewed, and it's about energy and natural and resources. So that's what they're doing, you know, and, and I, like I said, it had gotten to the point where, okay, I, you know, pay a check and, you know, um, they know that you have other responsibilities. Sometimes we forget and they, the company will purposely hold that check and then that check might balance and then you got an overdraft and then days before your next payment that's a game that's a scam they've been doing it here since they brought that matrix in why should we have to pay an extra what happened to the people working in the place you know Mm-hmm. And another thing I tell you they're good at, like if you sign up for a cable company or some other company, now they got it where you can even uh, uh, pre-contract back with them on certain, give example, Time Warner here. When they changed from one name, they had it switched where you had to literally, you know, just go on the computer. And you had to sign and you had to click this thing, I accept. Well, you know, I had a problem with that. What I did... Mm-hmm. I contacted the corporation of this Time Warner here. I made a copy off of the computer of the agreement and, of the, you know, all that crap. I copied it off of my copy, computer. I went and went through it, crossed out, X'd out, did whatever I had to do, and see if I hadn't done that, they would have me in a contract for three, $400 a month. I, right. I called them up, and I sent it to them, and guess what? My bill is low. Because, look, you're not going to do this to me. I want a <laughs> and say, I'm probably oh, the oh. only one in this city that did that. Man. Mm. I believe it, too. I, I would believe that. <laughs> I, I would, I, I'm so serious. I would believe you probably are the only person in your city that has actually yeah. done that. 
And I X'd out, and I said, no, because they said this, that, and the other, so I went and crossed out. I just went to the doctor the other day at the hospital, just a quick emergency, and, you know, uh, they see me before I did my paperwork, so this black Negro woman, Caucasian, I mean, uh, you know, working for the Caucasians, this Negro woman comes there, well, you know, you need to sign this here, push it to me. And so I, my daughter was with me, my daughter's cracking up. She said, you got to sign this so you can get on up out of here, miss, so-and-so. I said, wow. okay, well, I, I suggest that you go do something else so I can read this. She said, no, all you got to do is just sign it. I went through it, and in the contracts, and this is all, a lot of these contracts, especially with these hospitals, they're, you know, they're taking it where they're saying, you, if you sign this paper just for dismissal of your, you know, leaving, you got to give up your rights to getting videotaped, your blood being examples, to go to labs, and all kind of stuff. I crossed that stuff out, X that stuff out, put in this, put in that initial with my YB, and then, uh, you know, she come back and I wasn't done. She said, uh, uh, the other side, I said, yeah, I got to do that side so you come back. It took about 20 minutes, and then she came back. I said, let me tell you something, ma'am. You need to start reading stuff because I'm not going to sign up my organ stuff if I don't want to. So that's what we got to do. Brother Priest has been telling us we got to read the very fine print if you got to get a, um, a micro, you know, one of them, uh, whatever they are, and look at it. You know, yes, because they're very cunning. Look at that law. Look at that act. They are going, they're desperate, aren't they not, Sister Anisha? Yes, ma'am. Point taken. Thank you for that, because they are really trying to screw us. Yeah. They're trying to get everybody, though. And when you they think are. about it, and when you think about it, like, um, Brother Robert Ben Israel posted something in the Tribe of Aboriginals public group about the migration from my migration information.org i think it's called and it was basically tracking the migration of brazilians for the last decade mm-hmm. and it was basically saying that um that you know there were a lot of illegal immigrants illegal brazilians coming mm-hmm into the U.S. in the, no, two, two decades, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they would get tourist visas and they would come and stay with families or they would, you know, stay there on vacation, holiday or whatever, and then they would look for migrant work. Mm-hmm. And then they would collect the money that they get from the migrant work because of the working conditions were poor for a lot of Afro-Brazilians in Brazil. So they would take the money, the dollars, down to Brazil, and they would live until that money runs out, and then they would apply for another visa to come back. And then some people wouldn't leave at all. Like if they have family members here, mm-hmm. they would just stay here illegally Defect. and just live. And, you know, it made me think about and they were saying that a lot of people stayed, and they were saying that also that the birth rate of whites and non-Hispanic Latinos, which are white Latinos, are decreasing. Mm-hmm. They're not having as many children, and it's like a one-to-ten ratio out of mm-hmm. 10 children born a day, like maybe one might be white or non-Hispanic 
Latino classified as white. Mm. So it made me kind of go back to, and they were just saying, we, out of all the people having children, African Americans were the third greatest amount. Uh, Hispanics were the second, and Asians were the first. So what it made me think about this, though, was that Rabbi Finkelstein, that thing that um, that blog talk that Brother Peace had posted about um, the seeds of Satan, children of Satan, where that Rabbi children of the devil, where he was talking about how they were going to open up the border and drown out the U.S. Mm. And, like, everything that they basically said that they were going to do to try and keep it under wraps and under control, they are basically doing it. I don't know, Minister Cedric, if you got that text message that I sent you with the YouTube video by David Icke, if you had a chance. Uh, yeah, I was able to review some of it, sister. It, it kind of was a little scary. It is a little started, creepy. <laughs> yes, because when he started to talk about these different, like if you don't know about David Icke, he is like a British gentleman. He looks like British-Australian. The Children of the and, Matrix. Yes, yes, sir, Brother Gavin. And, like, he he talks about the Children of the Matrix. He also talks about the reptilian hybrid breed of people that are in positions of power that run the world. And he talks about the Bible where they were talking about the serpents that approached Eve. And he was like, if you even take it from that perspective, you understand. If you think that Eve was being intimate with a, a snake, you must be out of your mind. But if you really think about it from a perspective of this was a foreign almost being to that of man and woman that was able to genetically breed and implement their DNA into man or humankind. And throughout the years, because of this DNA frequency, they were able to get themselves into a position of power to basically take over rulership positions and determine the course and fate of mankind throughout the world on a whole. And he started to talk about these conquistadors that actually, you know, were in control of South America. And when you think about it, even though they try and say there's really like a border, when you look at all of these, when you look at politics, you'll see how much America's hand is, like, everywhere. And it's really, really strong in South America, 
Canada and also abroad. So when they have certain laws, like when they were talking about the migration of Brazilians and how it increased and how the decrease the birth rate of whites and non-Hispanic Latinos decreased and how you got Trump now talking about building a wall on the border and, you know, um, sending, sending all the immigrants back into Mexico and talking about giving us $20,000 for 400 years or more servitude, you could just see how the hand is trying to operate. And then you can also see how the hand is also on its last leg. And with that, I yield. Man. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I just, now that I think about it, and considering what the sisters just said, I just realized that when you have, and this is anybody, I think it just comes down to, you know, the quote-unquote nature of anyone, whether good or bad, what they're willing to go, what, what heights they're willing to go through to get what they really, what they really lust after. And I guess when you look at this uh, situation with the United States, they just lust after power, they've been, you know, they're a very young nation. They're still a very young nation. And they've gotten by for so long with just doing some of the things that they've do, done under the guise of power. Um, and I do say the under the guise or the appearance of power because what they are doing is not, what they have is not necessary power. They have a structure of power or an appearance of power, but they're really, they don't really have it um, because we know that all power really lies in the most high, and they don't, profess, they don't profess this being, the supreme being. They don't profess to worship him. So we know they don't have a power, and we know they don't, we know that they don't, they don't reverence him in the way that it should be, in the way that he should be reverenced. Aside from that, I just think that, you know, this is a time where hopefully our people can be a little bit more cognizant and mindful of the 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 different types of angles that this government is coming from when this com- when it when it comes to politics. We have the elections coming up pretty soon. Uh there was a situation uh that happened where Bow Wow is anyone familiar with uh, Bow Wow, Bow Wow, Wow, who now go by his name, Shad Moss? He got into a discussion. I'm just going to say a discussion, wasn't necessarily a debate. Uh, with a uh, one of his followers about why he's not voting, because he's saying that you know, considering this year's election, I will not be voting. He said, "I'm staying away from these politics this time." And he was saying, "But the guy was saying, well, your ancestors." fought for you to have the right to vote. He was saying, well, all I see, say, I'm only going by what I see. So he's saying, so are you just denying your answers? He said, well, I'm mixed. So it's, he said, I'm mixed. I'm not denying anything. I'm only going by what I see. He said, 
So the guy was like, so because you're a mix, you can't identify with the black plight? And he's saying, I'm not saying that. I'm not denying, you know, my black side. He said, because technically on my mom's side, he was speaking on his father's side. He said, my father is uh, part white and part native. So he's saying, I can relate. He said, but I'm saying that I don't necessarily uh, get into the whole politics of what's going on at this particular point. And so the guy was saying, so are you, you know, you know, you don't, you were saying that you can't sympathize with black people because your parents are mixed. And because I guess the guy couldn't believe that Shad Marks had mixed, quote, unquote, mixed ancestry, which we all have what they call mixed ancestry. But what people do not get is that the natural order of things is by the father and the seed of the father's father. That is the natural order of things, especially when it is regarding to trust and the state inheritance. That is the way the that is the way the old world or what they call the ancient world operated, because this ensured the bloodline they had nothing to do with what mix what they call mixed race or mixed ancestry you came from. It had all to do with who was your father, because we knew that that was the jurisdiction you was under, that was the nationality you got, and that was. How you were that's how your that's how your work was identified, so aside from all of that, I looked at the situation on the discussion that Shad Moss had with the the person who was trying to get him to understand that he needed to vote because his ancestors voted. Shad Moss did not buy into it. Shad Moss thought that look, I don't have to get into this discussion with you about how black or how white or how native I am because I have mixed ancestry. But all I can tell you is that I see something totally different than what my ancestors saw. It didn't matter what they fought for the right to do because even though they got the right to vote, they were not picking the president. <laughs> even now, our people are still not picking the president. So aside from all of that, you just got to be mindful about what's actually going on around us. Someone's getting ready to speak. I just want to make room for them to get a word in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You Someone's going to say something. Or yes, Shalom, ma'am. Nation. Yes, sir. Shalom. Oh, Shalom Nation. It, it wasn't me, but I do have a – I wanted to take a step back. I don't know if the, the – does the brother want to say something before I, before I uh, interject? Sound like he was going to say something. All right. Um, oh, Brother Cedric and uh, Mother Eva. Um, what was the house? What was the house resolution number again? Uh, when I get it for you. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, to... it's uh, H R forty five thirty nine. 114th Congress, 2015 to 2016. I'm just trying to piece something together here. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to come with it. I'm just, I'm okay. putting it together now. I'm just, okay. Just a couple other things. And I, I, want to, I, I would yield, and I'll come back. I just. I, I want I'm, to ask Sister, Sister Anisha. Uh, Sister Anisha, do you believe in? Um, uh, what they're saying about the lizards and all that crap, you know, um, reptilian people. Um, 
I think that there are some strange things about certain people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it is, mm-hmm. but just the detachment of empathy and and cold heartedness in the ways in which they deal with others. Mm-hmm. It's like they're almost a different species other than flesh and blood man and woman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that I believe it unless I've seen it with my own two eyes and I've never mm-hmm. seen it with my own two eyes. Right. Um but there yeah, there is something strange about some people. Um which is, you know, Shalom, I was going to make, uh, I was going to interject for just a minute and just kind of give you something to kind of ponder over. And this is just, this is just my observation. Um, from, because I've heard and I've seen what uh, e, uh, Asti and Nisha brought to my attention, and I've heard certain different things about these reptilian people. Again, I don't know a whole lot about the whole uh, fanaticism behind it. But I will say, um, when you look at what people are actually putting out about the reptilian, um, I call it reptilian fanaticism, what they're putting out about that particular phenomenon, you have to ask where is that actually coming from? That's number one. But aside from that, I also think about when they're referring to, like, the reptilian, I also look at the red dragon. And I'm going to say the reason why I refer to a reptilian to the red dragon, again, because dragons and reptilians, they come, I guess you could say, of, they're of maybe the same species or subspecies. But then where you're dealing with the red dragon, we knew that that was a metaphor for a particular type of political system. You also have to remember that there were bloodlines that were attached to the Roman Empire that somehow made its way over into our specific type of bloodline by amalgamating uh, the trust and estate. They married certain kings, married certain queens or certain princesses and certain uh, from either side, and they were right. mixing the trust. They were mix- mixing the estates, so they were able to conquer by breeding us out. Now, I'm saying you have these quote-unquote people of reptilian blood who could very well just be of the Roman Empire, which is known in the book as the Red Dragon. Red Dragon, right. That's it. You see what I'm saying? You hit it on the nose. You hit it on the nose. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. this is, I think, where people have gotten gotten carried away with the reptilian fanaticism is that they start to propagate it based mm-hmm. on some other different stuff to actually steer you away from mm-hmm. what's the actually truth. going on. Mm-hmm. Because right. when you look at the red dragon, and mm-hmm. I mean, it could very well just be this reptilian people because mm-hmm. look at the fact that you have Queen, quote-unquote, Queen Elizabeth, who is of, whose ancestry could very well re, uh, take her back to people of the Roman Empire because before mm-hmm. we actually took over the Roman Empire, there were there were the German or, quote-unquote, Teutonic tribes who had took over way before we took over. Mm-hmm. Or was it the other way around? Because I know we conquered the Roman Empire during the early hundreds. 
Then we were overthrown by the German, or the rolling the uh the empire was overthrown by the Teutonics, or what they call today the Germans. And then it became the Holy Roman Empire, but it was still ran by Charlemagne, who still governed these German tribes or Teutonic tribes. Aside from that, you're dealing with something that's metaphys- uh, metaphoric yeah. and metaphysical, yeah. Yeah. but I, more metaphorical yeah. in the sense that this is just a name for a particular people who come from a bloodline, which runs itself back from the Roman Empire. These people were power mongers. Yeah, they were yeah. they were just you know people who just wanted power. So they knew in order to keep that power, they had to keep everything in the family. They mm-hmm. married themselves inside our bloodline, and right. that is how they cut us off. And I got a question, like because they were talking yes, about a certain um, mongoloid race that used to actually like eat the people that they conquered and drink their blood. You're talking about the you're talking about the Khazars. Yeah, yeah. That's the Khazars. You can read that in the thirteenth slide. Mm-hmm. I'm that. just like who? I mean, that's what I mean. Like something's wrong. Like but, <laughs> yeah, you know. But you something's know, and, and, and I'm right. And I'm glad the brother broke it down like that because I, I'm gonna send you something, uh, brother Cedric. Um, yes, ma'am. About the. Uh, um, the, it had to do with, you know, I mean, it stems back really far, like you said, but I do remember um, President John F. Kennedy when he met at the Green Hill, Green, um, Hill Hotel, and, uh, you know, he was supposed to meet with those uh, dignitaries from, uh, you know, these great uh, dynasties and stuff, and it stems through that. You're right. And also, I want to go into it from a spiritual standpoint as well as a biological standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know for a fact, everybody knows for a fact that you can't take, they've been trying to experiment it from day one, from way, 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 way back. But, you know, you cannot take one DNA, genetic DNA, and mix it with another and produce something that's going to live. They just right. had a report, I just read a report recently, uh, a couple of days ago, about the uh, that sheep, what was it, Dolly or whatever her name was. And uh, they was talking about it didn't, you know, she died, but it didn't have nothing to do with, you know, the bad genes or anything like that. It was just, you know, some complications. But, you know, she lived a pretty normal life, you know, because they, you remember the first test too. Okay, so genetically, scientifically, biologically, it's impossible for a lizard or, uh, or a dragon or what have you to produce any offspring in the humanoids. It's just impossible. It's totally yeah. impossible. Now they could try to crossbreed and everything, but that stuff is not going to last in the petri dish or wherever they incubating it. It's not right. going to happen. You know, now they can graft on this and graft on that and do this, that, and other. Still not. Our bodies are made up where it rejects. Uh, um, you know, different things. We are, are are made in a certain type of way. Our DNA, our genetic makeup. So, Which is your constitution. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry about uh, uh, so and so might be a hybrid of a, uh, a lizard or something. They they have these old commer- these old YouTubes where the eyes turn into lizard stuff. Don't believe that crap. Yes, it's yes they do. Impossible. Sometimes the way we look, sometimes we probably look like a lizard or a monkey or something. But it's right. totally impossible. And that brings uh, about a you know a, a statement. They say you know uh, Doran's theory. 
you know, we evolved from an ape to a right. you know, from, right. water, from the water to a fish to got out on land to the ape to the man. Okay, now the question, the best question you can ask someone who's a Dorian is how in the world, if that's the case, and there was that evolution, how mm-hmm. is it that monkeys and gorillas are still around? Why would they still right. be around? Right. You know what I'm saying? So common sense is one of the most important factors and one of the most prideful things that us Hebrew Israelites can have, okay? Yep. we got to have common sense. I've seen all that crap, and it can pull you into it, and really it's an appearance. It's an illusion. It's an illusion to get your mind, the hands quicker than the eye. So we cannot allow that to take over. What brother, what brother broke down is accurate and on point. Yeah. You know, I just want to also uh, interject um, in just one last time and very briefly because I know that brother uh, Gavin wanted to uh, break down some things, and I want to give him that thing to do. So I want to make this very clear. It could also be just doing this because you have to pay attention to the people who are teaching this stuff and the field that they come from in order to teach this stuff. I never did ask the question of what uh, what was the degree the guy who was in the video who was teaching this from like what what certified him to teach this stuff because I think a lot of people who teach this stuff is really trying to push evolution theory. You have to be very mindful of what it is that they're actually trying to say. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, if you have people who are quote unquote reptilian, mm-hmm. well, well, where are the people who are reptilians, and how come they never survive, but the reptiles survive, but the people who are reptilians <laughs> survive? Like that right. doesn't make sense to me. Like that's the right, same thing right. you say. Well, people are, you know, my, you know, people evolve from monkeys. Okay, well, how mm-hmm. some people are not monks? Like what even right. you said, how are some people people, and then there's monkeys, but then there's not monkey there's people. There's no in between. Right. There's right. no I in between. Think, you get what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah. I, I do um, think that he's trying to push evolution because in in the the presentation that he was given, he was talking about you know in some part of the world, some people are still are born with tails. And you know, there's a reptilian part of the brain, and um, you know that it, that um, it governs our re- re- ritual ritualistic behavior. And you know, people think of ritualistic behavior as like you know all these different seance type of things that people do. But mm-hmm. no, it could be going to the supermarket at the same time as you know every week. That's uh, customary. Get, you know. That's a customary so, thing. People know to go get groceries. I mean, that's not ritualistic. I mean, you got to You eat know when you're running, you know? yeah, when you're running out. <laughs> but I think he is uh, trying to push the evolution theory. But <laughs> what, what really intrigued me, because, you know, I, I think it's a rush I think that's the uh, the letter of the Hebrew alphabet that I'm uh, alphabet that I'm thinking of. Where, in order for a lie to prevail, there it has to be mixed with truth, some truth in it mm. to make it believable for right. you. And you know when he started to, you know, talk about all of the fables that come in from all around the world about certain serpent beings, and they talked about, he talked about Egypt, he talked about, uh, you know, um, 
in in South America. Uh, they have, you know, they they might call it, you know, either the iguana, iguana man, and how he interbred, and you know, and then in Africa they have the uh, chitari, and in ancient Samaria they have the Anunnaki, and uh, mm-hmm. even in the Bible they talk about the serpent. So yeah. he he basically based his premise off of those things to lead into the reptilian hybrid. And I'm not saying that there are reptilian hybrid people out there. I'm just saying that, you know, spiritually, some people are just off. To be able to cognitively distance yourself from just pressing a button and dropping a bomb on millions of innocent men, women, and children and Mm -hmm. detach yourself from that and say, it just had to be, or to starve a people out. Mm. I just can't understand with that type of methodology, that type of psychological psychology comes from. Well, let me, maybe I could probably shed some light on it for you. Um, Let me, and I want to say this, and now that I think about it, it's almost, um, this may sound sound a little bit crazy the way I'm going to explain it, but just hear me out. Because when you're dealing with politics um, and you're dealing with uh, people who are put on your jurisdiction, there are certain measures that you take to to ensure that I guess you can say the land gets what it needs. Um, maybe they want peace and quiet in the land, or maybe they want to get that land off vacant uh, so that they can get uh, new develop the new development from contractors, you know, uh, on the land so that it can build so it can be uh, it can be turned into something commercial. Aside from that, I'm saying you have, let's say, for instance, you have the land, uh, Bangladesh or something like that, that is under the IMF. These people who are underneath that, uh, under the IMF, is on that land, and even though the people who are preoccupying the land might be, you know, Bangladeshians or whatever, they're still on the land that may be... um, Taxed, um, uh, maybe pre-owned, uh, shared, sovereign uh, by the United States some, somehow, and maybe they feel like in order to you know make sure their interest in the land is met, maybe they want to go and annihilate a couple of people because at the end of the day, they're managing the IMF at some point. Well, the IMF is managing that, and they may use the United States to go over there and annihilate them. Just at some point, it could be considered as population control, but at the end of the day, they may look at it as uh, securing our interests. Maybe we want the land, but we want the people on it. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of the people who are actually managing that land, who actually hold the accounts, who actually uh, are taxing the people, or who are actually um, – I guess just that. It could be many different reasons. 
I wouldn't endorse blowing up uh, thousands or millions of people in order to secure no land. It's either you kick them off the land and you let them go about their business because, at a, because again, we're moving at a time where life is valuable. And so right. if you kick them off, you're losing value in yes. a property because the land comes with people who people. are valuable. You know, so everything needs to be accounted for. But I guess with them, maybe they're writing them off as a bad check because maybe they got an insurance out <laughs> on these people or something. I don't know. I got a uh, question for you, uh, yeah. if I may. Um, it is funny because they were saying that in Russia, their birth rate is down so low that Putin is paying couples to have children. But um, mm. <laughs> it made me think about Haiti. And what's going on in Haiti, um, wow. you know, with Hillary Clinton. Uh, Haitians were outside her her Clinton Foundation in New York City protesting about, like, $6 billion that she basically stole from the Haitian citizens that was supposed right. to be used to rebuild after the earthquake in 2000, what was that, 2010? They had that magnitude seven earthquake. Well, right. they they haven't done any rebuilding at all, and you know the money just basically disappeared. So Haitians were outside her office protesting, and then another article popped up about um, a gold mine that they've been linked to in Haiti where they're digging for gold through this company. And I would have to look up the name of the company. I have the screenshot saved because I was going to report on it today. But that they're basically digging for gold there, and her, her brother is part of the, the uh, advisory board that's working on this project, you know. And meanwhile, none of the money that's coming from this excavation and that's being raised to benefit the people in the nation of Haiti are are actually going to Haitian nationals. They're going to foreign investors. So would you say that the type of scenario that you just mentioned where they're trying to balance the books, even though lives and persons are of value, maybe that's what they're doing there too. And I know. It could be. I mean it, it it is I wouldn't say it even appears to be only because I don't necessarily know the whole circumstances, but it could just be. Um but you brought up a very interesting uh situation, sister, because me and you both were online not uh not too long ago, a couple of hours ago, when uh diplomatic officer Robert posted an article about the uh, gold ex, uh, import being imported into the United States by Switzerland. And they're trying to figure out, okay, are you familiar with this article? Because we both were on it. Yes. We both on it, okay? yes, I saw it. Now, check this out, because you just mentioned how they're out there digging for gold in Haiti. Did you not? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so check this out. I don't know if anybody's familiar with this, but as of – Today, they were saying that there's been, like, this surge of imports 
uh, of Switzerland go into the United States, and they said something very key. They said, well, how is this so? Could it just be uh, there was the first reason? I, let me see what the first reason was. I want to make sure I'm, I'm sound on what it is that I'm reading. Um, it's stating that the first reason could be because Ah, oh, ish. They're saying, okay, why? Okay, why the big change? Could this have had something to do with the huge gold price since the beginning of 2016, or maybe was it due to the political changes such as the up-and-coming Brexit vote in June? Of course, the Brexit vote is now a history as the British citizens voted to lead the European Union. However, something motivated this huge trend change in normal gold movements to Switzerland. Moreover, total U.S. gold imports and may shot up to 50 metric tons, almost double the 26.5-meter uh, fig, uh, MP figure in April. In addition, the total U.S. gold exports hit a low May as of only 20.2 MT were shipped to foreign countries. Total U.S. gold exports January through May 2016 of 139 MT are down by 28% compared to 195 MT exported during the same period in uh, 2015. And then they add, so where is this going here? Why the declining U.S. gold exports or surging gold imports from Switzerland? Are foreign countries demand uh, are foreign countries demand less gold? I doubt it. Or how about the massive increase in supposed gold flows into the global gold ETFs and funds? While there is no way of knowing how much gold these gold ETFs and funds hold, something seriously changed in May as the Swiss export more gold to the U.S. in one month than they have ever they, than they have every year for several decades. Are wealthy mm. Americans finally acquiring a lot more gold? So. This made me think, are the Clinton administration or the United States using the Clinton administration to secure some type of gold from this place and then taking it and then trying to sell it to these uh, high-profile people across because now there's been this gold surge in the market? Well, gold hike, but then kind of like ex- uh, uh, low amount of uh, export from the United States. Remember, they're receiving more gold in, but they're not selling it as they properly should. I mean, I just think that's a pretty interesting situation considering, um, you know, the the whole situation itself. I think that's pretty interesting. What are your thoughts about that, uh, Alti and Nisha? I'm wondering if they are trying to get more resources to pay back some debt. Uh, they get their, get their debtors off their back. That's what it is. That's and what it is. And they're stiffing people. They're stiffing Haiti. Yeah. And I feel bad for them because, you know, Haiti do- joined the United Nations thinking that they were going to be treated equally and fairly and get some world support, and they're they're robbing them. Right. Wow. Uh, just to, to add on to that, yes, that's what it is. Um, back in uh, 2015 and even before that, uh, Germany had sent a message to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York uh, 
that they wanted their gold back. And, of course, the message was, we don't have it right now, and you got to wait. So uh, oh. that was back, you know, from, you know, two or three years ago. You can look it up, you know, when they asked for their, they wanted their gold back. And, of course, a couple other countries, you know, also were doing it. And, and it got even stronger emphasis when the BRICS formed, you know, uh, Britain, uh, Russia, China, you know, and South Africa, those people. So, yeah, um, <laughs> And then when that 9-11 occurred, um, from what I heard, <laughs> that all of the – everything was in the basement of that building, one particular building, gold, um, artwork and everything. And for some reason or another, uh, trucks were there early one morning before all this went down, and they was transporting gold to the borders and stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff's been moved around. And U.S. is supposed to have been holding $54 billion of Germany's gold. So, you know, Ooh. Germany was asking for the gold back, and you can imagine uh, other countries. Asia was raising hell about it and other countries. So I think what Sister was saying, you know, I think it's just to, you know, they, it's hitting them. They don't, they, they got, this debt is, it's overwhelming. And who do we owe this debt to? Don't you think our collectors are going to come after us? The They're going to come. They're there coming. you go. It's, and it's getting, and, you know, I've been looking at these uh, conventions, the Republican convention. I looked at the Democratic convention. And, you know, it's so full of crap. I mean, oh, I look Can I please stop you? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so think, glad brother? you brought that up. You I think? got something for you. I got something for you. Bring it on. Diplomatic officer Robert just posted this. Check this out. He said this two hours ago. This post has within it. Actors need to fill the seats of those who walked out of the DMC. Democratic National Convention. If you can't see by now that this is staged, you better wake up. So let me read the whole thing to you guys. This is uh, archive.is, not slash, but the little long way slash, JZZX5. I think I'm going to post this in the university in the site so you guys can see it. Please pull up. I got to read this to you. <laughs> like, when you said it, I was just, because I, I was already on Facebook, and I was reading the gold uh, article, and then I stumbled across this. You spoke it. I said, there it goes. I needed to bring it up. So I'm going to bring this up to you. I'm going to read this. I think, screw it. I'm going to read it from here. It says, actors needed for national convention, Philadelphia, looking for mm. 700 people to be utilized as actors during the national convention. We currently have a number of empty seats that will need to be filled as we are currently removing a number of people and need to refill their seats for the remainder of the conference. You will be paid $50 each night for the the remainder of the convention. You will be required to cheer at all times and will be asked to dress properly and possibly wear some promotional material. Uh, And then it has a bottle. Do not contact me with, oh, this is from, this is Craigslist. Yes, it's on the Craigslist, yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. $50 I'm going to post that on my page. Well, you know, I'm Bernie's gonna... people, you know, Bernie's people were highly upset. They weren't happy at all. So Ooh. Craigslist has uh, uh, put that ad out for 50 people a day, you know, and I mean, you can go on there and see for yourself. It, it actually did happen. 
to, you know, to fill them seats. <laughs> See, there's so much crap going on that people don't know about. Mm-mm. Man, this yeah, you can see all through the you, the United States skirt is up. Like, I mean, you can see all under the skirt. The skirt is all up in the air. You can see everything. It's just amazing how naked she is. And it's, every day is something. It's just something. And why would anybody want to participate in this election, seeing that all this is a front anyway? They have on their compensation, $50. They got the platform map. Like, you know, like when you go to uh your real estate, uh, uh, sell by real estate on Craigslist, they have the map for, like, certain uh, 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 ads. They have the map. Well, underneath the map, because it has 1900 Market Street, Google Map. And then underneath it has compensation, $50. And it has post. ID five seven zero two six seven zero three eight one posted ten no fifteen hours ago updated about fifteen hours ago. Yo, this is seriously sick, yo. This I mean like this these people couldn't have been this is like the 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 most desperate cross to help America ever be, could ever be in. They are paying people to come in to be. I mean, well, it's the same thing that they would do. Like, you know how they would have the seat reserved for people at, like, the BET Awards couldn't show up, so they pay somebody to come in and sit in their seat. Well, I mean, that kind of, they took, they took it a whole nother level. Obviously, they've been doing this for years. It's just that now we get to see it. So it looks like, wow, they're trying to pull a fast one over. But, I mean, now this is spilling over into, you know, them creating a, a crisis uh, uh, you know, crisis uh, scenes and stuff. So, you know, people got to start taking this stuff serious because you're trying to psychologically, you're, you're playing psychological mind games with the public. Right. And this isn't this isn't safe. This isn't even healthy because you are putting everybody in a, you're, you're trying to manipulate everyone and put them in a constant state of fear, especially when they shouldn't have to fear the government that they are voting to secure their rights. That is the. I mean, well, at the end of the day, I mean, America's been doing what America's been doing. Well, the Americans. Let me be more technical, because you know these white Americans are so technical. If you do not call them American, these white Americans and these silly behind uh, so-called black Americans need to wake up and see what's going on in front of them, man. Because they about to vote their rights away. They're about to really vote their rights away, or the little bit of rights they actually had left, it's gone. Or the, let me be more specific. They want to vote their privileges away. They ain't never had rights no way. At least and the white people did. But They have, uh, uh, to, to validify this authentic, you can go to um, thegatewaypundit.com, and it has a um, thing from Philadelphia's uh, Craigslist that was advertising for it, just, you know, if you want, if anybody think it's not authentic, uh, philadelphiacraigslist.org. Wow. Uh-huh. They are actors needed for national convention. And then this one says looking for 700 people to be utilized as actors. During the convention. They say we currently have a number of empty seats that will need to be filled as we're currently removing a number of people and need to refill their seats for the remainder of the conference. You will be paid 50 tonight for the remainder of the convention. You will be required to cheer at all times, will be asked to dress properly, and possibly wear some promotional material. So it it, it is legit. Mm, 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 mm. Man, 
I'm, I, I don't want the time to go by because I know our Gavin, our Gavin brother, you still on, man? I want you to say I'm here. I'm here. I'm just, I'm reading. I'm yes, doing a lot of research brother. while you guys are talking. It's, okay. Uh, do you still need time to get your stuff uh, together? I just want to make I'm sure. Gonna, I can say okay. a little bit of what I was trying to get out. Um, so I'm looking at the HR resolution 4539. Okay. The 114 Congress, right? So it says the bill established the 400 years of African American history commission to develop and carry out activities throughout the United States to commemorate the 400 the 400 the 400th anniversary of the arrival of Africans in the English colonies at Point Comfort, Virginia, 1619, right? So the commission must, she must plan programs to acknowledge the impact of slavery and laws uh, that enforce racial discrimination had on the United States, encourage civic, patriotic, historical, educational, artistic, religious, and economic organizations to organize and participate in anniversary activities, assist states, localities, and non-for-profit organizations to further the commemoration and to coordinate for the public scholarly research on the arrival of Africans in the United States and their contributions to this country. So I'm just looking at a lot of keywords, you know. Uh, the commission may provide grants to communities and not-for-profit organizations, development programs, research and scholarly organizations, and research organizations. Okay, I'm sorry. I read that already. So I'm going back, and I'm looking at the definitions of some words here, right? So commemorate came up a lot, right? Commemorate means I'm just looking it up on on the encyclopedia on, online. Um Recall and show respect for, right, in a ceremony or serve as a memorial to or to celebrate by doing or building something, right? Okay. Or salute, honor, toast, okay? All right. And then I'm going back and I'm seeing, you know, they want to – the commission – this commission must coordinate for the public scholarly research on the arrival of Africans in the United States and their contributions to this country. So I'm looking at the word contribution, right? And the root word comes from tribute. So con plus tribute, right? So we all know about that word. I'll just read it off. So con in front of the word tribute, let's let's break that down. What what does con mean? <laughs> Any, anyone can give me some feedback on that? <laughs> con means with or together. So just think about that word with or together, right? Mm-hmm. And tribute. Let's see tribute, right? Let's go tribute. Let's go back to the the ancient word in the Latin form where it came from. So the a tribute is a wealth, mm. often in kind, that is, a, is that that a party gives to another mm. as a mm. sign of respect, mm. or as was often the case in historical context, submission or allegiance. Mm. So mm. very ancient up. states. No, go ahead. 
Can you look up the definition for recall? Okay, yeah, recall, okay. Recall, recall, recall. And this is funny because we were just looking at the Tribune because uh, we just I posted that uh, that image of the movie Risen uh, in the Tribes of okay. Public Group, and the guy that they were basing the story around, which I really think it's supposed to be about the Apostle Paul, but um, mm. he was a Tribune. He was a Tribune for the Roman Army, and That's a his, tax collector. Mm. Well, he was a military tribune. Uh, mm. Anti-Clavius, his name was Clavius, Clavius something, something, and his last name was Niger. Mm. Wow. And then I actually looked up what that position was in the Roman army, and they were saying basically it's equivalent to today's general or corporal or lieutenant. Mm. in the army. So this is really interesting that now Gavin is bringing up these definitions, and one of the definitions is tribute. The most high is definitely present. So you said you were looking up the definition for recall? So, so I looked there. I'm looking at it now. It says to um, bring, quote, a fact, event, or situation, uh, close quote, back into one's mind. Mm-hmm. Especially so mm-hmm. as to recount it to others or to remember. So that's what that means. So um, back to the root word of um, con, right? Con means with or together, right? Uh, con, and we go into the word um, tribute, right? Tribute. Let me go back to the right tribute. Get all these things pulled up. Okay, so tribute. So tribute, an act. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong word. Tribute. So we said, you know, um, it's a sign of respect, or it was often in the case of history, to submit an allegiance. And um, the ancient Persians is an example of an ancient tribute empire, one that made relatively few demands on its non-Persian subjects. Other than to other than the regular payments of tribute, which might be gold, luxury luxury goods, animals, soldiers, or slaves. Um, just to skip down to the ancient Chinese tribute system, they provided an administrative means to control their interests, mm. as well as providing exclusive trading priorities to those who paid tribute from foreign regions. It was an integral part of the Confucian philosophy seen by the Chinese and an equivalent to younger sons looking after older parents by devoting part of their wealth, assets, or goods to that purpose. Uh, Political marriages have existed between the Chinese empire and tribute states, such as Songsten, Gampo, and Wenchang. China often received tributes from the states under the influence of of the Confucian civilization and gave the gave, and gave them Chinese products and recognition of their authority and sovereignty in return. 
there were several tribute states to the Chinese established empires throughout ancient history, including neighboring countries such as Japan, Korea, Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, Indonesia, and Central Asia. Uh, this tribute, this tributary system and relationship are well known as Jimmy or Shefeng, Chaungang, uh, in, in, <laughs> in Japanese, the tributary system and, re- and relationship is referred to as Shanko, Saoko, and Chaoko. According to the Chinese Book of Han, the various tribes of Japan had already entered into the tributary relationship with China by the first century. However, Japan ceased to present tribute to China and left the tributary system during the Heian period uh, without damaging economic ties. Although Japan eventually returned to the tributary system during the Muromachi period in the reign, the reign of Ashiagang Yoshimitsu, it did not recommence presenting tribute. Okay. Um, now, this was, it's, it's saying that this tribute, I mean, this contribution was uh, given by so-called African-Americans that are being recognized for this, this so-called this commission, this act for 400 years. But they came in, they're saying from the time that they came in 1619. Now, that was a, this was a specific amount of people who came during that, that time, during mm-hmm. 1619 from Angola and um, where was another part of Africa, Angola and they were supposed to be the Ndungu people, uh, Angola, from the colony of Portugal, right? So Portuguese had the colony of Angola, which brought these 20 people who came over in 1619. And uh, I, was, I was digging a little deeper, so I went into the, the history of the, the first people who came to so-called this part of Jamestown, which was called Point Comfort. And 1619, back in August, 1619, there were 20 people who were brought on this so-called ship from the Portuguese, uh, uh, what do you call it, Portuguese uh, colony. And they said, it says, and odd Negroes from the English ship White Lion were sold in exchange for food. And some were transported to Jamestown, where they were sold again, likely to, likely into slavery. So historians have long believed these Africans to have come to Virginia from the Caribbean, but Spanish records suggested they had been captured in in the Portuguese colony of Angola, which is in West Central Africa. They probably were Kimbundu-speaking people from the kingdom of Ndongo, and many of them may have been urban dwellers with some knowledge of Christianity. While aboard the Sao Jao Batista bound from Mexico, um, they were stolen by the White Lion and another English ship, the Treasure. Once in Virginia, they were dispersed throughout the colony. The number of Virginians, Virginia's Africans increased to 32 by 1920, uh, but they dropped sharply by ni- 1624. Um, likely because of the effects of disease and the Second Angola, po, 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 han, po, the Pohantan War. 
between 1922, 1622 and 1632. Evidence suggests that many were baptized and took and took Christian names, and some um, and some likely Anthony and and Mary Johnson uh, won their freedom and bought land. By 1628, after a shipload of about 100 Angolans was sold in Virginia. The African population jumped dramatically. Meanwhile, their experience in West, West Central Africa cultivating tobacco contributed greatly to the crops' success in the colony. I mean, it goes on and on and on about being captured and being sold and then being captured and then winning their freedom back and forth doing it, right, buying land. So, you know, to fast track 400 years now, this contribution is relatively doing what? Because we've been doing this for the last 400 years anyway, buying land, being captured, being clubbed in the head. It's recalling it. Right. So, but it's, 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 it's recalling by a contribution that we've given to commemorate us, so they're rein- they're saying they want to they want to relive the re- reenactment of that cycle, preferably that's than what, what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Right. That's what they're doing. I mean, that's I'm just breaking it all down. Like I'm looking at the history, and I'm like, we've been free. We freed ourselves through courts in the United States. We freed ourselves, bought land, they recaptured us, and seized the land. Right. So we're still in a war here, basically. We're in a civil war going on that, you know, being captured and and sold off in Kabuti, and then this Congress is creating an act to say, oh, we're going to give us, you know, uh, some petty money or some petty... uh, you know, a, a, a commemoration to say that okay, until nineteen, until two thousand and twenty, July first, when the terminator, when they terminate this act, this commission, we are allowed to create non for profit organization and only educate and encourage <laughs> civic, patriotic, historical, educational, and artistic, mm-hmm. and religious and economic organizations. It's like saying. We're going to give you the time to create slave movies, to create, you know, yes. um, churches, to to reestablish Recall. the mentality of the runaway the slave slaves. mentality. And, yeah, so I what are we really doing there? What are we really I think attaching it's ourselves to? And I think yeah, it's deeper than that. I, I want you all to check out, write this down too, Brother Gavin. I think it's much deeper, and I think we hit on it more closer to them, what you're saying, because uh, you've got to remember, we're not the only tribe that's becoming conscious, you know. But the H.R. Right. 4685, it's a Tall River Indian Reservation Land Trust Health wow. and Economic Development Act. That was just put into effect around June, but it came effective July the 6th of this year. H.R. 4685 mm. would take into trust, for the benefits of the Toll River Indian Tribe, approximately 34 acres of federal land located in Tular County, California, that is administered by the United States Bureau of Land Management, okay? The bill would direct the Secretary of the Interior 
to consider applications to continue using the land from individuals claiming to have valid existing rights to the lands being taken into trust. H.R. 4685 would also prohibit certain types of gaming on these lands. You can go in there and read it, H.R. 4685. That's been implemented at the same time, this commemoration mm. for the African Americans. Yo, they are doing us. They Come on now. So it's just not us. It is it, 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 right. Look that oh. HR up too. It just mm-hmm. happened and there yes. Mm. And what is a commission? Smart. A a commission is an instruction, a command or a duty given to a person or a group of people. What do you say commission? That's what commission is defined as. Yes. Okay, I I'm looking at lots of You know what flashed in my head, Ima? Mm-hmm. Gavin said that these different tribes of Japan would give get tribute for mm-hmm. their sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I said all of that earlier. Yeah. That's why I was cute and all that. They are so <laughs> freaking smart. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not funny. Mm-hmm. And they are mm-hmm. basically giving the grant, the 20000 mm-hmm. for their people's our people's freedom, the northern mm-hmm. tribe and the southern tribe, and to keep possession of our land. Right. Huh. And in and, and the Black Law Dictionary Commission, uh this is the sixth edition, a warrant or authority listen, a warrant, you can go look that word up, authority or letters patent issuing from the government or one of its departments or a court empowering a person or persons named to do certain acts or to exercise the authority of an office, as in the case of an office in the Army. You know, and the, the authority or instruction under which one person transacts business or negotiates for another. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. It's deep, but that that forty that forty six eighty five for the Indians and the uh, mm. one uh, forty five thirty nine, all that's just been put in place just recently. And they said that uh, this one for the Indians, the CBO estimates that enacting the forty six eighty five will not increase net direct spending or on budget deficits in any of the four consecutive ten year periods beginning in twenty twenty seven. Hmm. They're yeah. trying to lock us down for the future, and they're yeah. trying to make sure that they use us to keep perpetuating the slavery mindset of mm. our people. And we mm. are just so sweet that we're going to keep doing it, and we're going to say thank you, Master, for this 20 grand. Let me ask you something, sister, uh, just to throw it out there. Could it be possibly, I don't know, this might sound far-fetched, you guys, and crazy, but could it be possible that the Most High is putting this in place for cognitive people and, you know, conscious people to get this, understand this, and act upon it? So could it not be that they're putting this in place for those like us <laughs> to be able to yes. come back and get reparation off of these things that were put in place? Could it not be possibly mm-hmm. that insight? Because you're looking at 2020, 2027, that's not far away, but it's far enough to do what we need to do, or those in, you know, need to do. May I ask a question, Ema? Like, mm. how, um, how, how is that effective? Let's say before 2027, we mm. got all of our ducks in a row, and we decide mm. to take a case before the World, World 
support mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. fraud and mm-hmm. to, as a nation, ask for our reparations, including the land and the wealth that was taken from us. How right. would such acts like this affect us if people actually, our people actually, well, not us as in the people in the nation, because I think mm-hmm. we know better than to mm-hmm. go and get that handout, but other people, I mean, it would just basically affect them. They would mm-hmm. still have to be in bond servitude for mm-hmm. that that loan that they owe. Mm-hmm. But for us, would that affect us at all? You're talking about the people in the nation? Yes, ma'am. Uh, no, because, you know, we're getting on top of it now, you know, and um, I'm confident at least somebody on this line you know, might have to do something, do something, something, something. You know, I'm confident in that or someone someone else in another camp or something. I'm confident in that. Uh, you know, you know. I mean, all of this here, they're going to be fine to be in default. They're going to be found to be in default. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, you could be a criminal and think you're doing something, but there's always a thousand other one ways that you didn't cover your tracks on something. You know what I mean? Okay. You know? Yes, ma'am. I, I, I don't think it's going to affect us that much. I mean, we're we're on top of it now. The Most High has given us this insight now. Don't you agree? I mean, yes, you know, ma'am. it just takes one to write that paper up and get them going or get someone going. You know, it might might be dangerous or whatever, but as a collective group and as a nation, you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, I mean, I don't think it's brought to us for no reason. I think it's a reason behind it. Only time will tell. You know? Hope that makes sense. Yes, ma'am. Completely. Completely. Is Cedric still on there? Minister? Cedric? Where did he go? Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Um, I don't know. He's still. No. I think he. Uh, he he's still on the line. I think. Uh, he might have to go to class too at nine. It's almost nine. Mm. Ox Cedric. Hmm. Well, we'll be going on break. Uh, starting Monday, right? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think it's been a really interesting thing. I'm going to ponder on it and, you know, Brother uh, Minister Cedric, he's still on here. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. I just messaged him and asked him, are you still on? We can't hear you. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's anybody else on? Illinois? Looks like everybody... Shalom, no. Shalom, I'm still here. Sorry about that. Who is this? Uh, Brother Matthew? Uh, it's Brother Alex. Oh, okay. What do you think about all this, Brother Alex? Hello? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, what do you think about all this information? Oh, man, it's good. I'm just, man, soaking it all in. And it's just like, man, I mean, you guys is like hitting it on the head with everything. 
far as uh, what was that? Because you told me to write it down. I haven't really researched it, but I'm going to research when I go uh, home today. The other, uh, the which one? The one for the African Americans or for the Indians? Not for the African Americans. Yeah. Uh, HR HR forty five thirty nine. Uh, yeah, yeah, HR forty five thirty nine, and then for the Indians, which was just put in place too, HR forty six eighty five. Yeah, I gotta look into that too because my mother is Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and uh, that's like a little bit past Minnesota. But the Indians, they got a reservation up there. They get money up there. They get it. The Indians, like they get like five thousand or more a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're talking about they, they're talking about taking taking it back. Are they trying to take their money back? Uh, for HR forty six eighty five, go in there and read it. It, it, it says okay, I will read it. It, I it says they would take it to trust for the benefits of the Toll River Indian Tribe. Uh, yeah. That's up there in Tolor County, California. But uh, wow. you know that that's something they just put in place. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Along with the African Americans, they're putting this in place with the Indians too. So, you know. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, they 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 don't want them to have it, and, and just think if if the Nick if the Negroes wake up, really wake up, and start uh, getting with the uh, uh, Ishakar brothers, Levite brothers, and you know the Floridians and the Native Americans, the West Indians mm-hmm. and the Cubans and the Argentinians and the uh, all you know all the Boricans. If we if we actually get start getting involved with each other, oh my goodness, yeah, oh my goodness, old. we we would shut it down. Shut it down, because mm, mm, mm. the Indians they got the land. We the Negroes got the the the, the law. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, oh man, and the oh, other. Yeah. So we all need to just come together then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that would make a big difference, don't you think, Anisha? Yes, yeah. ma'am. The only problem is uh, unity. Yeah. That's the only problem. Like. Divide and conquer is their thing. Yeah. Will the Indians say, oh, yeah, you're my brother. Let's uh-huh. part this land. Or yeah. will they say, no, this is mine. Who are uh-huh. you? Right. You know, you got proof to me that you have some sort of native blood in you. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, wow. um, it's cumbersome and, and, mm-hmm. and worrisome. Right, right. They really did a mind job on us. Yeah, yeah. We didn't help ourselves none either. <laughs> oh, man. Man, it's just it's so much information, and every day is something new. Every day, you know, something new. Um, but uh, that's something you don't hardly see is a lot of the Indians um, out in society mixing with us, you know what I'm saying? Because I think they, 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 in a sense, for over here in America, the America is the key. To a lot of things, and that's why they re- put them on reservations and paying them off. I think their heritage, their culture, their knowledge is the key to uh, really totally awaken us in our consciousness. I really believe so. I really do. You know, so, but in time will tell. Time will tell. But uh, I don't know. Um, it looks like Brother, it, you know, it, it, he's on there, but I don't know if his phone or I don't know. It's got tribes of Aboriginal nations on, so I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to have to get off. I love everybody. Uh, Sister Nisha, hopefully you can come in Sunday and we'll go over a few things. We're not going to be on long and, you know, okay. we do what we got to do. And then, you know, we have a nice, lovely break. I did send out the newsletter to everybody, so hopefully everybody got it to get a chance to read it. 
And um, yes, ma'am. And please be on fellowship. We're still throughout the break. Um, we're still yeah. being on every Thursday at uh-huh. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, I got that you, in there. We're we're entering into our holy month of consecration. I know Brother Priest spoke on it during Seed of Thought, and mm-hmm. um, we're taking this time to put away vices that are not mm-hmm. healthy or beneficial to oneself and to work on oneself, and we'll be fasting during the day, only having one meal at about 5 or 6 p.m., and we'll be abstaining from meat. So he really wanted everybody to join in on this holy month of consecration. If you fall off the horse, just get back on is what he told us. And um, we'll be here to provide strength and support to one another every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, I put that in the newsletter. You know, you had sent that in. Uh, it's in there a couple of places. Uh, I did use that information, so they thank you for that. Yeah, it's in there. And uh, uh, I don't know, Brother Gav on here still? Brother Gav? Gavin? Uh, oh, he he wasn't able to. Was on, Brother yeah, Gavin? Was, yes, sir. Yeah, you weren't able to get the uh, the article for me. I no, didn't receive it. No, I, I just I was just. I, I, I went on and put something in in its place, you know. I kind of figured that, so I went on and just threw something in there. But uh, you know, it was a little, uh, a little uh, long for me. I didn't even get to get home until like six thirty-seven. Uh-huh. Now, well, good, but we got it together. Uh, Sister Freelance and I, we threw it together, so you know, we got it together, and uh, we hope that everybody, you know. Enjoy it And uh, I'm going to get off of here i got a few things to do I love everybody Thank you all for the information uh, we got to keep on researching And I'm going to keep on researching For me and for my loved ones and everyone And I'll talk to you all later Shalom Shalom, Shalom.